Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and click the subscribe button, like, comment, let us know what you think about the episode. If there's a particular question, guest, or topic that you'd like to have covered, we're always checking your feedback on there and then love to be able to take your suggestions and then get them onto future episodes. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Bundy Exhaust Brake, and they've got a really cool product that I definitely wanted to learn more about the different year range trucks that it covers, uh, the benefit to it, and then also more background on them. So it's definitely a, a really interesting story. Looking forward to our chat today. Before we get to it, though, I want to remind you, our friends over at Kershaw Knives have a 20% off site wide code for you. You go to kershaw.kaiusa.com, use code 23diesel20, you get 20% off site wide. It's a great way to save some money, get some really cool gear if you need a knife for hunting, fishing, EDC, at work or around the house. They have a bunch of new releases here in 2023. One of the newest ones are the Duralock models, which the blade's made out of D2 steel. Uh, the way that the blade opens and closes, it's a really, really smooth um, function to it. Keeps your fingers away from the blade when you're opening and closing it. I've got a couple of them myself. They're definitely part of my part of my EDC rotation. Love them. So if you're in the market for a knife, definitely make sure head on over their website. Use code 23diesel20 for 20% off site-wide. All right, let's get to today's podcast with Bundy Exhaust Brake, learning, learning more about them, their product, and their family and their history. Arden, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm really excited to chat with you today. I had a great time um, learning more about yourself and your company and so many things, and we thought it'd be great to have you on the podcast to talk about a couple you know, really important topics and learn more about you and, and what you're doing for diesel trucks. So welcome to the podcast. Look forward to chatting with you today. Hey, thank you for having me. Like I said, this is a this is a green, dream come true to be able to be on here and be able to talk to you and all the diesel followers out there and the freedom fighters. This is just awesome. So thank you for having me. Yeah, it, it, I was really, really excited because when when I saw the exhaust break and the name of your company, I thought, I've heard that name before. And we were chatting a little bit and you talked about the Bundy Ranch. And I thought it'd be really cool to start with the background of yourself, your family, the ranch, and then we'll get into the truck parts. But I think they're both they're they're linked, and they're both incredibly important to to our listeners, and they're going to be interested. So take me through, take me through, you know, where, where you came from, the history of the ranch. Just you know, give us that picture of of how everything started. Yeah, so my family's been here. We're located over here in uh, Southern Nevada, uh, just outside a town called Bunkerville, and. Uh, my family's been here for over 150 years. Um, we settled here and, you know, when my family first moved here as pioneers, uh, they dedicated this land as unhabitable. They said, there's no way everyone wants to ranch out here. This is a desert, you know? Well, my uh, ancestors, they said, we can make something out of it. And so they have, and we now have a big uh, 650,000 acre ranch here that we run cattle on. And we have cattle that are bred for the desert so that they can thrive in this area, in this heat. It's really hot down here in the Mojave Desert. And uh, we've prospered here. We've raised uh, great families. My, I'm, a, I'm the youngest of 14. And so we've got a big family. And we have uh, ranched here. And, and my dad is a big farmer. He grows melons. We have Bundy Melons. We have all kinds of stuff. But what was interesting with this whole thing is as we created this paradise in the desert that nobody wanted before, well, now everybody wants it. <laughs> and uh, that kind of 
came with the history of the the standoff that we had. That's what I remember. That was the first time, I think it was 2014. And I remember seeing it on the news through different YouTubers that I have followed um, this issue. For people who don't know about it, tell us a little bit of, of what that was, what happened, um, you know, back then at that time. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it's sad that no, not everybody's heard about it, but the media and everything, they've tried to shut it down so much where it's like it never happened. But it was such a, a big impact in our lives. And so what happened was in 2014, uh, the federal government, um, also known as, I guess you could say the BLM, but not the modern day BLM, <laughs> the Bureau Land Management is what they're called. And uh, it's a federal agency. And they came and they wanted my dad off the land. They said, uh, you need to get off your trespassing on our land. And my dad says, no, I've been here for, <laughs> family's been here 150 years and we own the grazing rights. Well, if you guys don't understand what the grazing rights is, it's, it's the fact that we don't privately own the land, but we own the rights to use the land. Well, the federal government came in and said, hey, this is our land. We own it. And my dad says, no, you guys legally can't own this land. I've been grazing on it. I own the rights. So the only way you can get me off this land is to buy my rice. And they said no. And so what happened is it turned into a big fight. And it was a hard time for my family. You know, we, we, uh, the whole standoff was about the government taking what we've worked and lived on for the rest of our life or for our whole lives. And they were going to take it and say, leave us with nothing, you know, and that's where this whole news thing came up is they tried to take my dad to court. They couldn't win in court because they, what they were doing was very illegal. And so they said, okay, we can't beat you in the court. We're going to force it. And then 2014, the federal agencies came with their guns. They had uh, over 200 armed federal agents and they surrounded our house and they started gathering our cattle. And they said, we're going to we're going to force you off this land illegally. And um, as they did, we started videoing them. We started throwing videos and sharing to the world. We called every newscast in the world and said, hey, they're still in our land. They're still in our they're literally forcing us off our land. And the media came and things got hot and heavy. Um, they say it was an armed standoff, but on our side, we had we had no guns. It was just public people. We had well over thousands of people that came and supported with us, and we we stood against the federal government as they came and took our cows. Now, when they came and, and they blocked us in our home, they came with helicopters, and they surrounded our whole ranch and started gathering our cows. The cows they couldn't gather they end up shooting out of helicopters. Wow. So they were killing my dad's property. They killed over 60 head and then they buried them in mass graves. And this whole thing was just all over. They wanted the land. They wanted my dad off. And so it came down to a standoff where we stood in front of them and said, no. And it was a very high energy type time. We thought there was guns pointed. We had lasers on us. And luckily, and with the faith of God that, we won and they backed off and we were able to receive our cattle and we are still ranching here today. And just, just so I remember, just so you guys, all you listeners that are interested in this, what happened at the Bundy ranch, I want to let you guys all know that you need to go to YouTube and you need to search Bundy, the true story official. You do that. And it's a story. It's a video. It's like 40 minutes long, but it's my family explaining to the public what happened so it's the first hand from our views so i'll say it again bundy the true story official yeah it was something um like i said i remember seeing it back then and it was it was i think the first time that i personally remember youtube and like firsthand accounts of people telling us something you know, like that's where i was getting my information from was people reporting back and and um you know, even I guess they'd be like almost independent media 
or um, personalities that were on yeah. YouTube that were talking about it. And so that's why when we first started chatting, I was like, wow, this is, I, I'm curious to know more. And, and I just wanted to hear the, the background of it. And like I said, I know it's going to resonate with a lot of people because, you know, with diesel truck, I think we had chatted a little bit beforehand about the lifestyle and like owning a diesel yeah. truck is part of the lifestyle. And there's lots of ranching, ranching, um, farming. There's so many other oh, yeah. things that we do, um, that it all kind of ties in with diesel trucks as well. And that's why, yeah, it's like, it, it, yeah, it just all fits together. We're just like all one big family and that's, and that's where it comes to like, it's funny when, when I started getting into diesel trucks, which was at a very young age, because working on a ranch, that's what we drove. That's what we needed. Yeah. And so when I got into high school, you know, diesel trucks was the thing, you know, I drove an old, uh, for uh, second gen Cummins that I bought for nothing. And I fixed it up and I thought that was, and that, well, that experience of me buying my first diesel truck opened me up to the world outside of just ranching, but to the performance world, to the, to the hikers, to the campers. And it was, it was funny how once I owned a diesel truck, I was part of like almost a family. And so that's one thing that was cool about this podcast is when I heard about it, I looked it up and I realized, man, you got all sorts of life on this thing. You know, <laughs> you're interviewing from, from, performance racers to just daily campers people that haul their campers and uh it's just a real pleasure to be here but yeah the family is a huge part of this whole diesel thing that's been that's been one of the really i think key parts that i love about the diesel truck community um it's just there's so many different directions we go like the racing side um then there's mm -hmm. the fuel economy towing um there's you know lift kits wheels tires there's so many different avenues to go down and one of the huge ones, and this is probably the reason most people buy a diesel truck, is they're, they're hauling, they're towing things with it. And going with that is exhaust brakes. And I wanted to ask you, where, how'd you come up with it? Where did, where did the vision start to make an exhaust brake? Was, like, was it out of, out of a necessity um, there on the ranch or were, you know, was it people asking for them? How did you come up with the idea for the product? Yeah, so... There's, it's, it's a lot that goes into it, but what, what, what it all started was I was working at a shop, a diesel shop, and, uh, I, I guess I wasn't really working there. I was out, I was helping people put stuff on their trucks, uh, helping them performance wise. Well, the big part of making the performance, putting performance into like a six, seven liter Cummins is getting rid of that VGT turbo. Um, at least my route is I like to second gen swap them. I like to get rid of that BGT turbo and that way I can push the best power, uh, that I can out of it. Well, the downside is, is when I was deleting or deleting the BGT turbos and putting these second gen swaps on was my customers were losing their exhaust brakes. And it's funny because exhaust brakes are, once you have an exhaust brake, it's hard to get rid of one, you know? And so I'd get these customers like, yo, I want to push, I want to push big power. I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. But by the way, you're going to lose your exhaust brake. Oh, you know, their plans changed after <laughs> that. They did. It was, it was more important that they had their exhaust brake than it was to push big power. I noticed. And so I said, well, um, okay, there are some options out there and I would give some of my uh, competitors names and, uh, some of them would go buy one, an aftermarket exhaust brake, and then it was my job to install them. Well, I'm not going to say names of people, of products, but some of these other companies that I was getting their exhaust brakes from, it was taking me anywhere from four to six hours to install them. And there were airlines, and there were um, all these troubles that were just causing, taking all my time. And so I said, there's got to be a better way. And that's where I kind of tore down one of my competitors' exhaust brakes. And I was looking at him. I said, it doesn't need all this air. It doesn't need all these airlines. It doesn't need all this electrical. And you have to install an air tank, and air compressor. I was like, I'm going to make this simpler. And so I did. And I created it. And it wasn't never supposed to go public. It was just 
for my own personal needs and here on the ranch. And cause we, we drive older Dodges here and my, you know, my family wanted exhaust brakes, but personally I didn't want to install my competitors exhaust brakes because it took me a lot of time and I wasn't really <laughs> excited about doing it. Yeah. And so <laughs> to be honest, and so anyways, I built this exhaust brake that was simple. It's just a plug and play system. I actually got a, got one right here. It's, it's a display piece. I don't know if you can see it with the green screen the way it is, but it's just a simple. Oh, let's see here. It's as simple as it can be. And by the way, they don't just come orange. This is a display piece, but <laughs> <laughs> um, so I installed that on our ranch trucks here on the ranch and our ranch trucks are, I mean, you can go on YouTube and look at them. They're 400,000 mile beat to heck ranch trucks, uh, Cummins, uh, third gen Cummins. There's old, well, we were, I was putting these exhaust brakes on and realized that, you know, these work really well. So then I started doing testing. I started testing back pressure because, you know, you can't build too much back pressure. And I started tuning them in where these exhaust brakes now max out about 45, 50 pounds of back pressure, which is safe for any motor. And then I started putting them on my buddies. I started putting them on my truck and I... Uh, I put them on my, this is my truck behind me. This is a Fummins that I built, 800 horsepower Fummins. I put it on that. And people said, where do you get this? Where do you got that? And before you know it, I said, it's mine. I created it. And so I legally got it in my name and I started selling it. And uh, it's been awesome. So that's where it came from, was just the, the necessity of needing an exhaust brake that wasn't so hard to install. My exhaust brake's only 30 to 40 minutes and you can t install and you can do it yourself. I love the, the necessity, so, you know, to make, to find a, a solution that was simpler um, and reliable yeah. too, because it, it goes hand in hand with the trucks. And, you know, you mentioned the mileage on them and how hard you guys work mm -hmm. them. Well, all the other parts that are on that truck need to be up to that same, same standard as well. When it comes to turbos, injectors, <laughs> yeah. injection pumps, fuel systems, you know, all that, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. One of the, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the back pressure side is um, if somebody's new to diesel and towing and they might not understand why that's important to keep it at a certain, um, a certain pressure range, what, how does that factor into it? Or why should a new truck owner pay attention to that or be curious to know, okay, this is safe for my valve train and the other components in my engine? Yeah, so um, funny you asked that because I was just watching one of your podcasts earlier about uh, you're talking about head studs and you're asking a guy about head studs. And, and that's kind of where back pressure comes. Is back pressure, what back pressure is, first I'll explain that, is uh, when an exhaust brake on your factory exhaust, any exhaust brake, what it does is it, it clogs off your exhaust and builds a certain controlled amount of back pressure into your cylinders and then it, uh, slows down your RPMs, which if you're connected or uh, if you're, uh, sorry, your um, torque converter is locked up, then it slows down your drivetrain. And so when you push too much back pressure, it's the same as almost pushing too much boost. And most stock diesels, um, this is just my experience, 60 pounds. If you're pushing over 60 pounds of pressure of boost, you need head studs or you're going to wish you had them. Um, that's what I recommend to everyone. If you're, if you're under the 60 PSI, um, you're in the safe, you're safe. You don't necessarily need head studs, but when you start pushing that 60 limit, it starts pushing on your head. And so with my exhaust brakes, they don't even, I try to stay 10 pounds away from that. So it's not even close, but you got to remember the more back pressure, the more power of slowing down you get. And so you want to push the limits, but you don't want to push them too far. And that's one thing, for example, the, uh, like the Cummins owners, uh, with the Cummins exhaust brake, uh, from factory, anybody that knows stuff about exhaust brakes know that the Cummins exhaust brakes from factory are pretty good, are definitely the best from factory. Um, but that's because they're pushing those limits on that, on that back pressure. And that's where a lot of people complain about their turbos, their BGT turbos or their stock exhaust brakes because they start having head gaskets issues. And that's because that, um, that turbo 
or that exhaust brake is maxing that out about 55 to 60 pounds of back pressure. My exhaust brakes won't make more than 50 pounds, 45, 50 pounds. That's their max, but that's enough to slow down a big load. If you're coming down a hill, it will hold your speed and it won't, your truck won't run away. You won't even need your brakes. Now, as far as how did you like during the install and operating it, um, how do you run that? How do you activate it from in the cab and, and be able to control it, like yeah. switching it on and off? Yeah. And so one thing that's different about my exhaust brake to most of all my competitors is it's stupid simple. And when I say stupid simple, I don't mean it's stupid. Like it don't work. It's stupid because even the stupidest people can install it. <laughs> it literally is a one wire plug and play system. Um, you, and you cut out your exhaust. Uh, you cut like, uh, I think it's 10 inches out. You install the exhaust brake. It comes with clamps or you can weld it. And it's a plug and play wire from that into your dash. Now it doesn't have any communicate commun computer stuff. It's not connected to your pedal or nothing. And so it's really reliable. You don't got any of those electrical issues that you can ever get from my competitors. It runs right to a switch and it comes as a full kit and it's plug and play system. So you find a place on your dash, wherever I know a lot of people are like, Oh man, I hate putting holes in my dash for switches, but for now, that's what you have. If you have a manual truck, we have manual mounts where you can mount it to your shifter so it's easier to access. And it's an on and off system. And so when you're going down a hill, you flip it on. When you're to a speed where you want to slow down, you want to start going fast again, you click it off. It's not automatic. It's not has nothing to do with the pedal or the brakes. It's just a simple on and off switch. And I realized by doing that, it was just a lot more reliable. And not just reliable, but then I didn't have to have so much instruction as far as installation. People aren't messing with the computers anymore. They're not messing with their throttles or their, or their brake pedals. I wanted to keep people away from that. I wanted people just to plug and play. They can do it simple, and it works great. And that's where my exhaust brake was created. And I think, um, like, we get into the aftermarket stuff a little bit and I was on your website and I saw there were different sizes. So depending on the size of the exhaust, somebody might have on their Cummins or Duramax or power stroke, you have those, you have those different options available. Yeah. And that's, what's cool about my exhaust brake is it's the only exhaust brake on the market. That's a universal exhaust brake. So my exhaust brakes will fit on any year make or model of a diesel vehicle. And that's, what's so cool about it. Cause when you go to order one, People are always like, oh, well, I don't find my truck. And it's not about your truck. It's about your exhaust size. And so we sell three, three and a half, four, and five. If you have some other kind of exhaust other than that, well, email us and we'll, we'll try to make you a custom one. But those are the ones that are on our site. And we realize that if you have a 90 first gen, old first gen Cummins, these work great on them. If you have a 2023 Dodge Cummins or Duramax or Power Stroke, 6.7 Power Stroke, LB5 uh, Duramax, whatever you got, these will work on them. And I've been selling them lately a lot to my newer Duramax guys, my L5P guys, my 6.7 Power Stroke guys with their factory exhaust brakes. So that's kind of a whole nother thing, but you can actually add our exhaust brake to your new factory exhaust brake as a stage two system. And so if you're going down a hill, you're driving down a hill and you're brand new uh, Duramax or power stroke and you turn your exhaust brake on, you're like, Hey, that's not working very strong or I'm still having to ride the brakes. You can just click the Bundy exhaust brake, have a stage two system that will safely build enough back pressure to then slow you down. And so we're selling them to new trucks, old trucks, any diesel truck, <laughs> we got them on. That's really interesting because when I think of exhaust brakes, I remember they were really popular like before they came with the factory exhaust brakes. So like the five mm -hmm. nines and the power strokes and, and the like the LB sevens, LOIs, LBZs. But then you had mentioned that people who own newer trucks are using them. I found that really, really interesting as a way that they can get a bit more braking. 
um, force or, or just be able to maintain those speeds um, when they're descending or, or, you know, going downhill or something like that. So it was really interesting when you, when you had mentioned that to me, because I didn't, I didn't think about that. I, I, like I said, I always thought of the older trucks. Yeah. And that's, and that's what was cool about when we made that when we did those tests, because at first we we're like, ah, I don't know, that might not be safe to put two exhaust brakes on one truck. That might be building too much. Well, after doing some testing and trying and error, it was so cool to find out that, hey, we now have an exhaust brake that can be labeled as a stage two system on your factory exhaust brake. Because, I mean, I'm not really talking a lot about the Cummins guys because the Cummins exhaust brakes are hard to beat from factory. Other than other than they have the VGT turbo, if you delete your turbo, ours is the next best option. But you're not. We haven't got any orders from people that have a uh, a Cummins with the factory exhaust brake that say, "Hey, I want to add more." Um, but my Duramax guys and my PowerStroke guys, I've gotten a lot of calls being like, "Hey, I, I turn my exhaust brake on and I go faster. Like I don't feel any braking power." And so. I was getting a lot of calls for that and we did a lot of testing and we were just finally able to, to test it enough to feel safely about it. And now it's just been a huge thing where now people with these trucks that are newer can now have a stage two system and feel that much more safe when they're towing with their families or towing cattle or, or hauling stuff. I bet it makes it really efficient for you because you don't have them they're not for a particular year range of, of trucks is to be able to keep them stocked on hand and and be able to you know have quick turnaround times versus you know with other aftermarket products they're very specialized for like an 11 to 14 power stroke or a 15 to 17 or even the 6 7 Cummins stuff and duramax stuff's broken up so i bet that helps a ton with getting the product out to your customers or shops order them from you and being able to keep that inventory on hand no yeah it definitely helps uh when you said shops so we we do wholesale deals and so if you're a, if you're a listener and you own a shop or you own a, like a mechanic shop or you own a store, we, we offer a wholesale deal where we'll send you like a, I think the lowest amount that we can send is five at a time for a wholesale deal is the lowest. And you can get a wholesale deal and put them on your shelf. And we've done that to shops all around the United States. And we noticed that when like a garage or a mechanic shop has them on their shelf and somebody comes in with a, you know, a five, nine Cummins without an exhaust brake, and you say, hey, you want you want an exhaust brake? Anybody that tows or works, they're like, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, how about you give me how about you give me 30 minutes and I'll have one installed? That's hard to say no, yeah. you know, no matter what the price. And then not just that, the the, the garage or the, the mechanic can make quite a bit of profit in, in 30 minutes by just installing it. Um, and then reselling it for the retail price. So we give a really good deal for the wholesale. And so if you are interested about that, contact us, message us on one of our social medias, and we will hook you up. You got me thinking about the performance side a little bit, like with the Fummins truck you mentioned behind you. So I'm thinking of those guys that, uh, I mean, it, I guess it wouldn't have to necessarily be a conversion truck. It could be, you know, a 6.7 Cummins with, compound turbos or a big single or could be a build just like you have behind you where that was always the downside like you mentioned before is whenever you talk about doing a different turbo it was oh, i'm going to lose my exhaust brake i don't want to lose it because it is a really nice feature to use even even if you're not towing but you're just driving around or on the highway or around town it's oh, nice yeah. to not have to use your brakes as much and so oh, yeah. for those guys i see a ton of benefit that they get his you know, for the enthusiast crowd, we want to make a bit more power, have a little bit more fun, but we want that convenience too of being able to maintain our speed. Yeah, and that's where, and like I said, that's why when I put it on the Fummins, I knew, you know, this thing's a eight hundred horsepower six seven Cummins in a in a Ford like uh, with a full manual valve body transmission. This thing's ready to race, but yet. I have an exhaust brake on it, which is so handy when I'm coming off freeways, when I'm just, I mean, I don't really tow a lot with it. It's just a run around fun truck. <laughs> I do tow every once in a while, but 
that's the cool thing of it is that I now have that option when before, if I would have used the, if I want to upgrade my turbo, I would have just had the factory exhaust brake, but I wouldn't be pushing the power I am. And so like a lot of my guys with compound turbos, they don't really have another option. Most other companies are like, uh, no, you know, and we're like, yes, like we, we build the exhaust brake for your truck. And so that's where it's like, don't matter what kind of setup you have, what kind of truck you have, as long as it's a diesel, we have an exhaust brake for you. And that's what's so unique about this business is we started, we started this business, um, I think it's eight months now from my debut of starting this. And within within two months, we were at SEMA in Vegas. And after that, we were signing contracts with with uh, these big stores. We had uh, some, some in Napa. Like, we were blowing up, and it's only been eight months, and we've already came this far, and we've sold so many. And we've built kind of our own little community, and it's been so fun because we've, re- we've hit, just like this podcast hits, all kinds of life, all kinds of diesel people. So does this exhaust break because it doesn't matter if you're camping, if you're racing, if you're ranching, if you're hot shotting, this exhaust break works for you. And so um, we offer, I will want to mention, we do offer a, um, a warranty on it because that's always a big question. It's a, a three year unlimited mile warranty. And honestly, in the eight months that we've been selling the heck out of these, I have not had barely any comeback. These have been reliable and there's nothing there's that's what's so magical about them is they're so simple. There's nothing really to go wrong on them. It's a simple electric solenoid that's pressurized that maxes out at 50, uh, 45, 50 pounds of back pressure. Other than that, there's nothing to go wrong on them. And I know with my competitors, a big thing was, um, with because they're mostly ran off airlines is they were having problems in the winter time with airlines freezing or uh with the ranching community the problem with the aftermarket exhaust brakes from other companies is when they use the airlines they get caught on stuff airlines crack they corrode these they have no airlines no air pressure it's just a simple plug and play wire it up and you're on the road with a, a reliable good exhaust brake I wanted to ask you about the business side because I always get really curious about the background of them and then the growth is mm-hmm. when you decided to, to that, that you were going to sell these and <clears throat> you're going to get them out there, um, work with shops and, and just kind of, you know, expand. Um, was it scary? Was there a lot of things that were maybe unknown or challenges or things you came across oh, yeah. you wish you knew? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dude, it was terrible. When I first launched this and I all of a sudden like, because here's the thing. I put my name on this, you know, it is my product. And I'm like, man, when I first started getting orders, you know, we sold a whole bunch at first. I laid at night in bed and I just laid there terrified that I was going to get so much hate and I was going to get all these people to be like, yo, your exhaust brake is junk, you know? And I was laying there in bed because I, I didn't really have any reviews other than just family and friends. Like I didn't, and you know, I love my family and friends, but sometimes family and friends can be like, oh yeah, it's a great product. And then behind your back, be like, yeah, no, I just said that to <laughs> make him happy. <laughs> and so I was scared to sell them to people that didn't care. And I was up late. I was scared for the next morning because I just sent out my first big orders and People started putting them on their trucks and, you know, I was blessed because instead of getting reviews or getting these bad reviews, people were sending me videos of them on their trucks and it became like a trend. You know, they were like, yo, I got the new Bundy exhaust brake. Check this out. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I did it. I built a product that the diesel community can be proud of. And, you know, the exhaust brake, there's another thing we do I like to advertise as 
is we have the loudest exhaust break on the market. So if you look at all my competitors, they say, quietest exhaust break. Don't wake up your community. They're the quietest. No, we got the loudest exhaust break on the market. When you turn that on, it's going to sound like a jet airplane. So a lot of my customers were just people that don't tow. They just wanted the, the cool sound of it, you know. So I was getting videos, and it was just a blessing to receive from from starting a company to launching it to sending my products to these people that I know diesel people, they don't hold back. If they don't like it, they let you know. And I was terrified. And to be able to get back good reviews and people supporting me and pump me up, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, this is exciting. And from there, it just grew. I was able to upgrade some of my parts. I had some great people saying, hey, you know, this broke on me. I'm like, okay, send it back. We redid it. We made it better. And this was all at the very beginning. And now we're to the point where we don't get any of them returned. People are just happy to have them. And we send out multiple a day, multiple a week. And we're just like, man, this is awesome to where we started. And that's one thing I want to tell people. If you guys have an idea, you guys have a product or you have a better way of doing something, just do it. Send it out there. If they're like, you know, I realize people aren't as mean as you thought. People actually were like, hey, your product's awesome, but your switch kind of sucks. It doesn't work all the time. Sick. Okay. What I do, I upgraded the switch. I got a better switch. And it's like, when you have a new product, prepare to get feedback, but prepare to change the feedback. Don't take it as negative. Take it as, okay, we're going to upgrade this. And we've upgraded our exhaust rate to the point now where, it's what I originally dreamed as, and it's an awesome product. So to answer your question, yes, I was terrified. But yes, I am so proud that I was able to get it out there. And now to the point where I feel confident about talking about it. I've been selling it in stores and shops around the United States. And uh, so, yeah, it's just been a cool experience. And I invite everybody, if you have an idea, don't hold back. Do it because it will, it will pan out. I really, I really like that because sometimes part of like the wide net that we cast with talking about trucks is I'll get messages sometimes mm -hmm. from somebody who says, Hey, I want to start my own diesel shop or they have an idea for a product in mind. And they'll say, you know, ask somebody, you know, what are some things they wish that they knew when they started or what are some things I'm going to come across that I'm not told about? And you mentioned, I think the major one is when you put yourself out there whether it's making a product or like, gosh, seven years ago when I did a first podcast, I was like, are people going to say it sucks? Like, are they even going to listen to it? But you yeah. have to power through it and then also take the feedback. Like you said, it's not necessarily a negative. If they're telling you something, it's an opportunity to improve it. So if they say, hey, the switch mm -hmm. or, you know, some sometimes with the podcast things yeah. that I've done before, they'll say, hey, can you you know, maybe do this or cover this part or do something different. That's not taking it personal and, and then realizing it's an opportunity to improve and make it better. So I think that'll definitely help anyone out there that is, you know, thinking about making something or, or, or doing something. Um, I did want to ask you, cause you got me really interested sure. with the truck behind you. Tell me about the build because I love, I mean, I've always liked Fummins trucks. Yeah, um, but you mentioned the power and the the manual valve body. Like, what kind of engine setup did you do? Transmission. What uh, what all went into it? Yeah. So, I'll, let me just scoot over here for a little bit. Let you guys see it. So, <laughs> it's on a green screen. I look back here, realize it's not even there. So, the truck. <laughs> so, the Fummins. It was like you said. It was a dream. I mean, I was a kid and I was in, I was like, I always want a Fummins, you know, and, but I didn't want just a Fummins. I wanted the Fummins. I wanted the King Fummins. You know, that's what I call her. I call it the King Fummins. And what, what she is, is it's a 2008 originally. And I front end swapped it with a 2016 and bed swapped it. So now it looks like a 2016 six, seven power stroke. And I put a six, a 2008 6.7 liter Cummins in it. And by doing that, I originally had the, well, obviously I put all the goodies on the, 
on the motor. So I was able to upgrade the turbo injectors, everything. I wasn't really, I didn't really have a, I didn't really have a number of horsepower I wanted to make. I just wanted it to be a, a fun truck. And I originally did the Ford transmission in it. And that did not last, not even a month. And just pushing too much power. And so I reached out to Randy's transmission and told them what my project was. That like, That's crazy. But they helped me out and they were able to get me one. And I got a 48 RE full manual valve body behind a six, seven liter Cummins. And it's a four wheel drive truck, full interior. And I got it wrapped with a, a kind of a mere candy red wrap. And um, it's been a fun truck. It's 800 horsepower. And it's, I call it a little Tesla killer because I uh, <laughs> I took it down to Vegas in the raceway and raced a bunch of Teslas and it's fully loaded and it's just a fun truck. But that's that's that truck was the truck that started it all for me as far as this business because when you have a business or you have something, you need an eye catcher or you need a mascot. And I made that Thummins my mascot. I was like, hey, I have 90,000 followers on my TikTok because of this truck. I'm going to use that to, to let the world know about my new product. And it, I did, and it worked. And this truck, uh, the day I finished it, I drove it clear to Florida from Nevada. The day I finished it, officially done, I hopped in it and I drove to Florida for the Florida truck meet last year. And it was the debut and I showed it off. I had an interview with Fast Fuel System and it was just an awesome experience that I built this truck and it was able to make it there and back, no issues. And, and uh, now it's trucks just been legendary and I drive it not as much as I should, but I drive it when I can. That's a really cool, that's a really cool story. And I love, I've always loved the performance aspect to it. I know it's, it might not be how everybody uses their trucks, but that's really what got me interested in diesel to start with was the power you could get out of them. And then I would see people oh, yeah, take yeah. them to different levels and they go to the racetrack and how fast they were going. And it was just like, how can this big heavy truck go that quick in an eighth mile or quarter mile and then that kind of opened the whole kind of floodgates with things I wanted to learn about diesel trucks and get into them. And, and I'd say now it's been probably 15 plus years that I've really been following them is how varied the community is. And that's really, that's really where a lot of things that you were mentioning kind of combine in this is the towing the hauling, hot shotting, using it for construction. Mm. But then you have the performance side of the guys not wanting to lose the exhaust brake feature of it or wanting to complement the one that's already on the truck. And then because I'm always really focused in on parts in the aftermarket, how complex they can be. Um, and I think they're getting yeah. better. A lot of things now are more plug and play or kind of seamless, but oh, yeah, for sure. But there's still so much complexity to it. And so when I think of this exhaust brake, it's it just hits on everything it hits on simplicity it hits on reliability it hits yeah. on a universal fit um it hits on you know your the way that you look at it so you're willing you know to take feedback from people or improve things or do things different or be able to accommodate them or be able to get these on um you know at a diesel shop on their shelf um be able to have the install be quicker i think those are all really, really important things. And it was on the truck side, something I was really looking forward to chatting with you about today and learning more for myself. Cause people will ask, Hey, I need an exhaust brake. What, what should I get? Or, um, can you, you know, point me in a direction on a couple places. So being able to say, Hey, go check out this, this, this episode, um, you know, call them, hit them up, ask them questions is, is really cool. And then also the other story of the Bundy ranch. Cause like I said, that was, that was something yeah. that really, it was, a, it was the first time in my life that I saw, I'm trying to think of the right words to use, but I saw it in real time and I saw the force that was out. And I remember people talking about what was going on and it, it stuck with me all these years and I still remember it. So to know the background of where you came from, where your family came from, the things you guys have been through, we see that a lot in diesel in different ways now. 
um, with some of the aftermarket stuff um, and some of the things that are taking place. And so it helps connect me to your product and what you're doing more because I know that story. Like I, I don't know you guys, but I felt like I kind of did cause I was there for, you know, a week or two, or however long I was following it back then. So I appreciate you being open about that and talking with us about it. Um, no, because I think it's something. And that's important. something. Uh, and it is. And that's something, honestly, dude, if I could have a full podcast of just <laughs> talking about that, I would love to, because, um, my passion, like I, I think I've told you this before, my passion is, is diesel trucks, the ranching world and our freedom. And when it comes to what happened with my family, um, I want to let the world know about it because it's something that can happen to all of us. Um, if you guys really think that, oh, well, we don't, I don't live on a big ranch. Yeah, but you live in a home, you have a lawn, you have a house, you have land. Before you know it, they're going to come for everybody. And the one thing that we need to learn is how did my family do it? Because there's not very many times in history when the ranchers actually came out on top because we're still ranching today. They haven't took our land. They'll probably come back again one day. But for right now, we've been ranching and we consider our, our ranch the freest ranch in the world because we can officially, we have no federal government issues. We can graze our cattle how long and where we want. And it's all because we stood by our constitutional rights. And one thing I want to invite the listeners to do is go to, it's called peoplesrights.org. Now, this website was kind of made after 2014, after the whole Bundy standoff, because what saved my family, and I want you all to know this, what saved my family that day from us not just getting murdered or having the government take my family's lifestyle and life, what saved us that day was the people. We had people come and stand by us that day. And that is what saved us. If we didn't have people there, if we didn't have eyes and ears ready to witness what was going to happen, who knows what would have happened. And so on that website, if you go to peoplesrights.org, you can apply. It's free. You just put in your information and it's pretty much like a call for help. So if you're ever in a situation where the BLM or the Bureau of Land Management, if the feds or anybody are trying to attack you, you now have this network of people and peoplesrights.org is just a group of people that are educated people that are there to help you in need. And so uh, when we get attacked again or whoever gets attacked from the federal government and their rights trying to get taken away from this, this website will then reach out to you and say, Hey, these people need help. And we can all gather together because honestly, us as a diesel world and us as just Americans, we need to stand together stronger. And we're having a lot of issues with, I don't want to get into too much, but we're having a lot of issues with like EPA and we're having a lot of, a lot of rules against our diesel trucks. And honestly, I believe there's enough of us that we can, we can make a stand and that we can stand together and not only support these companies that are trying their best to, to grow in this world, but the ranchers and the people that, uh, we really think of us as one big family, one big diesel family. And that's how we need to go on through our lives is, is take care of one another. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you mentioning that because a lot of times when doing a podcast, sometimes, sometimes talking about freedom or talking about struggles or, or things that have happened, it can be tough for a guest to want to talk about it uh, because we're talking about truck parts, but with your story and really everything I've learned about the diesel community, everything's so linked um, with not just hobbies, but lifestyles and beliefs and, and, and principles. So I appreciate you, um, you know, chatting about it with me and I'm sure yeah, no in the future we'll have to do just a full episode on it. But um, with the exhaust brake side, if somebody's got questions for you, maybe it's a shop, maybe it's a truck owner out there. Um, they want to learn more. They want to order one. What's the best way for people to be able to contact you guys, ask questions and be able to connect. Okay. So 
I mean, go to any social media, type in Bundy Exhaust Break on our uh, Instagram or Facebook, um, and just go ahead and, and message us from there. Um, I'll give out my number because I love all you guys. I don't care if I get a thousand calls. <laughs> my number is 702-279-3328. And if you have any questions about wholesale deals or if the exhaust brake work for your truck, just so I don't get a bunch of calls, if your truck's a diesel, <laughs> it will work. <laughs> and so give me a call. Like I said, I love to talk to people and I love to help people. And that's one thing that I, I will stand behind my product. If you're not happy, I'll make sure that you are happy. And that's one thing that I will stand by. So. Like I said, I appreciate you chatting with me today. I love what you're doing. I love the approach that you're taking and the way that uh, you're offering a solution that a lot of truck owners are, are, are going to want. So it was great to chat with you, learn more about no it. No problem. And, and one more thing, I never even gave my website. It's simple, just BundyExhaustBreak.com. That's where you go to order them. We ship them out the same day as you get the order. So, um, and we do ship to Canada and Hawaii. So just before we end, but thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. I really do appreciate this opportunity and, uh, I love you and I love all the diesel guys out there. I appreciate all your support and, uh, your energy. Don't forget diesel fans, make sure and head out over to Kershaw.kaiusa.com. You can get 20% off site wide. They, we appreciate them offering this discount code just for you guys. Just use code 23 diesel 20, get you that 20% off. So if you're in the market for a knife or hunting, fishing, EDC, something around the job site, around the house, they've definitely got you covered. They've had a ton of new releases in 2023, which is really cool if you're a knife enthusiast or you just need a knife that you can work really hard. One of the newest releases are the Duralock models, which the blades made out of D2 steel. The way the blade opens and closes is super smooth. There's a bunch of different choices for blade shape, also handle shape. So definitely make sure, head on over, check them out. Use code 23diesel20 for 20% off site-wide. I also want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon supporters, Tyler Lowe and a 23 Diesel, J. Cole, John, all of our other Patreon supporters, all of you who subscribe on YouTube and podcast apps. We appreciate your support here in year seven of the Diesel Podcast and look forward to bringing you more of the content that you want to hear in 2023. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.